0: Welcome to Travel Tuesday with Teresa, the ultimate source of wanderlust inspiration. Join the journey led by your host, Teresa Belcher,
1: founder of Honeymoon Islands. Hello, and welcome to this week's Travel Tuesday with Teresa. I'm your host, Teresa Belcher, and today we're showcasing unique properties around the USA. We're going to take you on a journey from Vermont to California and all the states in between. And today my co-host is Maureen Kim. Welcome Maureen. Thank you, glad to be here, Teresa. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. And let's see what we can do. Um, The microphone is yours. You can share your screen and um, there you go. There awesome. we go.
0: So good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much. Again, my name is Maureen Kim. Um, and uh, today I'm going to be showcasing a few lovely properties, as Teresa said, throughout the US. This is kind of what we will go over if we have enough time. Um, but again, as you can see from Vermont to Wyoming to California and a couple places in between, we have lovely properties to showcase and hopefully things that might inspire some travel for you and your family coming up. So we will start in Saratoga, Wyoming, where we have Brush Creek Ranch. Brush Creek Ranch is a lovely ranch product, again, in Saratoga, Wyoming, over 30,000 acres. Um, It has three components. It has a family-friendly component and and two adults-only components that I think would be really lovely for buyouts, for weddings, for special occasions, or again, for a couple to go, or for friends to just have a really lovely ranch experience. So where is Brush Creek Ranch? As you can see right here where this star is, we're located in Saratoga, Wyoming, right across the border from Colorado. So the best way to get there is actually to fly into Denver. And then from Denver, it's a three and a half hour, very... Um, really lovely drive into Saratoga, Wyoming, and it's pretty straightforward. There are closer airports that you can fly into, into Wyoming, um, Saratoga being one of them. Uh, they are smaller planes. Typically you are transiting via a bigger hub anyway, like Denver. So we always say just get off in Denver and start the drive and then get yourself to Brush Creek Ranch. So Brush Creek Ranch is an all-inclusive option for you. Um, It has a mix of straightforward hotel rooms in the main lodge, as well as some beautiful cabins. So again, no matter how many people you're traveling with, there are accommodations to fit what you have. The picture over here is their main dining room. This is where you can take breakfast, lunch and dinner. As you can see, the vistas are absolutely incredible from the main lodge. You can see just out for miles and miles of just green, of horses, um, of mountains. It's really lovely. Not only does Brush Creek Ranch have a huge footprint in Saratoga, but it actually butts up to a million acres of private protected forest as well. So again, I mean land as far as the eye can see. This is an all inclusive option. So that means that all of your food and beverages included as well as two activities a day. Um, And we'll get to those in a second. I kind of just wanted to give you the ambiance in the setting. Again, this is the outdoor of the main house. These are some of the small rooms. This is one of their renovated rooms in the main house. It is more of a straightforward hotel room. And then you have the multitude of cabins that they have. A cabins that can accommodate up to two people and cabins that can accommodate up to 10 people so again no matter how big or small your party there is always going to be an accommodation to fit you so these are just some examples done in a very tasteful western style as you can see everything is lovely I never knew that I like western decor until I came to Brush Creek Ranch they do it really really well And again, talking about the activities that are included, so there are a multitude of activities included, anything from fly fishing to ropes courses to archery to shooting, they have really, really well established kids programs as well so again Brush Creek Ranch is a wonderful family friendly option, multi gender what have you, so again, included in your rate will always be your accommodations. All of your food and beverage including alcohol and two activities a day if you wanted to do other activities there are is there is another menu that can be done at a cost you can do um you can round up cattle you can just do more extensive fly fishing so again you have plenty of options included in your rate but if you wanted to do something a little more selective a little more different there is another menu that you could pay as well so that is Brush Creek Ranch. That is the lodge part. So, again, there are three components to Brush Creek. Then you have McGee Homestead. McGee Homestead is the adults only option or something available for exclusive use. It can accommodate up to 27 people scattered throughout 11 cabins. McGee Homestead is maybe a five mile drive from where the area of the Brush Creek Lodge is. So it's again on the same footprint, just tucked away. What's nice about McGee again, it's either adults only or um, private use. But if you stay at McGee Homestead, All of the activities that are done are separate from the lodge. So the fly fishing, all of that, you will only do it within the party that you come to McGee Homestead with. That's one main difference with the lodge. If you do it at the lodge that we just talked about, you can be paired with other people, again, with groups of no more than eight. So it's still very small. But again, at McGee Homestead, you only do your activities with the party that you come with. And again, if it's a buyout, then obviously you have the whole thing bought out, um, and everything—the whole place—is your playground. But what makes McGee Homestead a little different, again, because it is geared towards an adults-only experience, everything's just slightly elevated. Um, the room decor slightly elevated. Um, the bar program slightly elevated. It's a lovely experience. It's just again, just a different type of experience, more, um, more bespoke more intimate and again these are examples of some of the cabins at McGee Homestead and here there are no that's not a mix of hotel rooms and cabins it's all cabins on the McGee Homestead you have your own restaurant here your own pool your own spa so again when you have it's again kind of your own private homestead whether it's just normal adults only or whether you have it bought out. So again, all the available activities available at the lodge are also available here. You just do it separately within your own group. And again, you have this beautiful kind of private space to yourself. It's really lovely. Another full buyout option for people, again, traveling multi-gen or friends traveling together, is French Creek Sportsman's Club. As you can see here, it sits right along this beautiful creek. Um, It's closer to more of the arduous fly fishing. There's big game hunting as well. So this can accommodate up to 11 people. And as you can see, all of the accommodations are right here. You, again, also have your own restaurant and dining facilities, so you don't have to go um, anywhere else. But this, again, is an example of the setting of the beautiful cabin and of the beautiful Um, communal space here at French Creek. So those are the three different accommodations you have at Brush Creek Ranch. You have the Lodge and Spa, you have McGee Homestead, and then you have um, this, uh, this last one as well. So one thing I also wanted to highlight, what makes Brush Creek Ranch very different from other ranch products in the US is that they have the farm at Brush Creek. This was inaugurated at the lodge in 2019, kind of a slow opening, and now it is fully open. And what's nice is that when you get tired or maybe you wanna try something different than the physical activities that Brush Creek Ranch has to offer, The farm offers a whole new slew of activities, all culinary focused. You can do wine tasting. You can do spirits tasting. You can see the creamery. You can see the bakery. You can see the distillery. It's a whole other operation. And again, just gives you so much more variety in activities to do when you go to Brush Creek. They also have their own restaurant here. They have goats on property. They have greenhouses. It's really just a such a lovely holistic kind of culinary experience. And again, I think having this as part of the activities that you can do really sets it apart from other ranches in the US. Again, the activities here would be at a cost. So all the tastings and things like that. But again, it's something available for you to do if you wanted to do that in lieu of one of your physical activities. And this just gives you an idea of what it looks like. The space is absolutely stunning. This is the Cheyenne Club, which is the other restaurant available. Here is the bar. This is one of their wine tasting rooms. Of course, they have multiple greenhouses. They have a creamery where they make goat. Uh, They have goat cheese, they have ice cream. You can do goat yoga here as well. So again, the farm is just another lovely fun component. Um, for those people who want to do the activities but also maybe have um, a love of culinary and food and beverage and want to learn a bit more about that. Brush Creek Ranch makes their own spirits Um, so again it's just it's a really fun experience. I love the farm. The whole of Brush Creek Ranch is incredible but again I love that they have this whole culinary component as well. So that is Brush Creek Ranch. Again, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about it. I've been there twice. It's absolutely incredible. Again, great for families, great to go with um, loved ones, friends, whatever it is, they can accommodate you. And again, there's something to do for everyone. So many different restaurants, the saloon, um, and a lot of bespoke activities that they can plan as well if you are going in a group. So from Wyoming, we're going to move over to Nevada, where we have Mustang Monument. So Mustang Monument is a very unique experience. This is actually the passion product of Madeline Pickens, who is a philanthropist and animal lover. And the whole reason why she built Mustang Monument was because she heard about the kind of the eradication of the wild mustangs of the west by the u.s government she loves horses she grew up with horses when she heard about the story she felt compelled to try to to do everything in her power to save as many wild mustangs as she could so what did you what do you do you buy six hundred thousand acres of land um in southeast uh, northeast nevada and you She rounded up horses and then basically lets them roam free on these 600,000 acres. She started that first, and after a while, she realized she wanted to share the story of the wild Mustangs with everybody, with consumers, whoever was interested, horse lovers, whatnot. So then she built Mustang Monument to do that. Um, Mustang Monument is comprised of 10 safari cottages and a seven-bedroom house, and this is actually for exclusive use only, so it can accommodate up to you know, up to 30 people or whatnot, or you don't have to use all of the cabins. But again, they have 10 safari cottages that you can see right over here and a seven bedroom house that is kind of off the way, not really on this photo. This is where you have your saloon and dining area. Hold on, where's my mouse? Over here and a separate bar over here. So the actual footprint of Mustang Monument, the ranch part is actually pretty small, but Madeline Pickens actually owns everything beyond these mountain ranges again, and mountain ranges even behind this area. So again, 600,000 acres in total where she lets um, the wild Mustangs roam. So where is Mustang Monument? It's in Elko, Nevada, which is a five hour drive from Las Vegas, or you can fly into Salt Lake City and it's a very easy, straightforward, two and a half hour drive to Mustang Monument. So again, you can access it whether in Nevada or again in the closest um, airport, which would be Salt Lake City. So this is what the cottages look like. All ten cottages are decorated differently, but done in very much a homestead or western decor. Some are more contemporary, some are more little house on the prairie, and you have everything in between, but they're all lovely. You can see very nice bathroom, two sinks, nice shower, big tub, um, and this gives you an idea just of the setting as well. I failed to mention this is also just a seasonal ranch, so it's only open from June until the end of September. Um, because it is in the mountains in Nevada, I know a lot of people think, oh my gosh, it's going to be so hot in the summer, but actually the hottest it will get in the summer is typically about 90 degrees, which is pretty palatable, all things considered in Nevada and in the evenings it actually cools off quite a bit I was there in July of 2020, I believe. And we actually needed wraps in the evening. So it's actually, the climate is actually very, very nice. Of course, it's very dry. And this just gives you an idea of the activities. Again, this is an all-inclusive experience as well because it is for buyouts only. So you can do horseback riding, you can do ATV, you can do archery, you can do shooting. I consider Mustang Monument more of a choose-your-own-adventure type of experience because it is full buyout. You work with someone on property to really curate exactly what you want to do. One thing, though, that, that everybody does have to do because they'll want to um, is the morning feeding of the Mustang. So you go out on this hay wagon with all of these bales of hay that you see right over here. You go on the wagon. There's about seven of you also on the truck. And then you push out the bales of hay. And then all of a sudden you'll see all this dirt kicking up in the in the background and it's all of these horses kind of kind of stampeding towards you and come and they feed on the hay on the hay um and they're so close you could almost touch them but to see them so up close and personal is really a special experience and i will say she only keeps a certain amount of mustangs actually in this area to come and feed. And the rest really do just live their lives out on the rest of the um, rest of the acreage that she has. But it is a very special experience. If you know people who are horse lovers um, and maybe they also know about the stories of these wild mustangs and wanna see them up close, this is a really special experience. Um, you have a saloon, you have, again, you'll have all your dining bespoke curated for your group. Really lovely, Madeline Pickens is a lovely person. Um, and again, if you have people who are really, again, horse people, I wouldn't say that I'm a horse person. But when I did that morning Mustang feeding, I have to say it was very, very moving to kind of see them out in the distance and get so close and just see, again, these are just wild horses living on 600 acres of land. It's, it's a very interesting thing. Um, and again, just whole experience is is really moving. The decor is very much like a your kind of um, wild cowboy fever dream style, but it's it's really fun. And Madeline has employed some really interesting people who really know the land, who know horses, who have interesting stories themselves. Um, and again, Mustang Monument is just one of these special experiences. It's not gonna be for everybody, but again, horse lovers, people who wanna be kind of live out their, you know, cowboy fever dream. I think it's it's a wonderful experience. So, moving on, we're going to move a little more east now, but staying in kind of the ranch uh, vein. We have South Hall Farm and Inn. South Hall is kind of brand new. They opened winter of 2022. So, they're going, they're coming up on a full year um, of business. It's a lovely, lovely farm and inn located in Franklin, Tennessee, which is about 40 minutes from Nashville. So 62 rooms and suites, 16 separate cottages. They have a spa, a couple restaurants, and a multitude of activities for people to um to partake in. So again, where are we? We are right over here, 40 minutes from downtown Nashville and about 10 minutes out of Franklin, Tennessee. Franklin, Tennessee is one of these kind of up-and-coming little um kind of hipster towns, I guess. A lot of celebrities and country music artists have bought a lot of land in and around franklin again i think franklin is certainly going to see a boon in the next few years it's a a lovely little downtown with great shops with great restaurants so when you stay at south hall what's nice is that you can easily pair it with a nashville trip as well or you can use south hall as your base go in and out of nashville for dinner or what have you for a day trip you also have franklin which is much closer and then you can enjoy all of the luxury aspects and activities that South Hall has to offer. So again, a great pairing with downtown Nashville. So with South South Hall, it's really all about the land. It was, um, sorry, the owner was in finance, really loved um, farming though, had this, this idea that he would always own a farm and so, Eight years in the making, South Hall finally opened 325 acres, they have state-of-the-art composting facilities, these wonderful greenhouses, they planted heritage seeds, they have an orchard of more than 40 varieties of apples, two greenhouses, farm stands, grazing areas, kitchen gardens, five miles of trails, row crops flower gardens again it's really just all about the land and all about the earth when you come to far uh, when you come to south hall um, and you can see they just have so much love that they put into these 325 acres they have an aviary where they i think they produce over 300 1000 pounds of honey in a year which is quite a feat uh, for such a small place. But again, you know, bees are so important to um, to the environment. So they make their own honey. And you can see the grounds are just lovely. They have a lake on property. They have all of these trees. This land has been farmed for a very long time, even before South Hall even opened. So everything is grown in, which is really nice. So when you get to South Hall, everything is grown in. you have such lushness, such greenery, um, flowers and everything. So something to, again, kind of Um, For those people who really have a penchant for food and wanting to learn more about how, you know, how we grow our food and all of those things, South Hall could be a really great option. Outside of culinary pursuits, you can do a lot of physical activities at South Hall as well. You have ropes courses, mountain biking trails, archery, canoeing, falconry, fishing, fishing um and then again cooking classes and wine tastings and over here you can see they have a beautiful spa as well so you can be as physically active as you want at south hall or do nothing at all and just indulge in all of the culinary things that they have to offer the food the wine and all of that so again it's about 325 acres Um, they have two lovely restaurants that you can see right here they have a pool bar so, any time of year, South Hall is great to go. Obviously, in the colder seasons, you'll probably do less of the physical stuff, but really just enjoy the coziness of being on the farm and being in your cottage and enjoying just the lovely rural landscape uh, that Franklin, Tennessee has to offer. They have a lot of different types of rooms here. You can see it's done in a much more contemporary Southern style. So, they have kind of more straightforward hotel rooms, and then they have these beautiful one and two bedroom cottages that afford a bit more privacy and there are scattered throughout different parts of of the property. So again, you have different choices to choose from in the types of rooms that you can have at South Hall. So again, a really lovely option. I think South Hall, what's nice is that, you know, it can be again paired with Nashville. You can do your fun stuff in Nashville, have your city stuff And then you come back to South Hall again, have this more rural country farm experience. It can be easily paired or again, use South Hall as your base and go into Nashville as day trips and go into, and obviously Franklin, Tennessee is much closer, 10 minutes away, but it really gives you a nice little slice of country and city life. And it's really beautiful. We've had such great feedback, girls getaways, guys getaways, couples getaways. Uh, Obviously they do a lot of weddings as well, since the land is so lovely, Um, but something to keep in mind if you're in and around the Tennessee area, um, certainly a great choice for you. And then we're gonna go even further east and now north to Twin Farms. So Twin Farms is a wonderful relay and Chateau property in Barnard, Vermont. So for all of you, who kind of live in the Northeast corridor, it's an easy drive whether you're in New York City, whether you're in Boston or other parts of the Northeast and Vermont. This is 300 acres in pristine Vermont countryside. It kind of feels like your own private estate. This is adults only, um, and it's all inclusive of all of your meals and beverages, activities and equipment. And being a Relay and Chateau property means that their food and beverage program is truly at the best of the best. So that's what it means when you are Relay and Chateau. It only has 20 accommodations. So it's a very kind of private feeling, very intimate. This is open year round. This kind of gives you an idea of what to do in the different seasons. So where are we? Again, this shed over here, Barnard, Vermont, this is where we are, Twin Farms. Burlington is somewhere you can fly into but again it's a, such an easy drive from any of the main cities in the northeast corridor but of course you can fly and drive as well So again, this is the setting. I mean, again, the 300 acres that they have in Vermont are just absolutely pristine between gardens, between the trees, between the mountains, between the lake that they have on property. It's somewhere where you can go any time of year and have an absolutely incredible time, no matter if you're just shelled up and drinking hot cocoa inside in the winter or doing everything that the property has to offer in the sunny days of spring and summer. So what are the activities to be done? Archery, axe throwing, beach tour, cycling, canoeing, kayaking, paddle boarding, hiking, garden tours, picnics, lawn games, swimming, tennis, pickleball. And of course, in the winter, you can do ice fishing, sledding, ice um, ice skating, snowshoeing, skiing. Um, So again, no matter what season you choose to visit Twin Farms, there's something for you to do, or you can go any time of year and do nothing at all and just enjoy the beautiful scenery that it has to offer. Um, Of course, as you can see here, they also do make their own honey as well. And again, just to give you an idea of the setting, and of course, again, being really in Chateau, food and beverage is really Um, such a huge focal point of your experience at Twin Farms. A lot of the restaurants don't even have menus. You can just tell the chef what you like, what you don't like, and they're happy to make a bespoke menu for you on the spot. And just know that everything is going to be local, everything is going to be um, seasonal, and it'll be probably the best food you have. Um, best One of the best food experiences you'll ever have. So what are the rooms like at Twin Farms? They're all a little bit different. They're all individually themed. There are four rooms in the main house. There's a two bedroom cottage. And then they also have four private suites that again are all themed differently. So depending on what your style is, If you go to Twin Farms, it's best to look at what the rooms look like ahead of time. That way you're not surprised. Or again, if you want to be surprised, that's great too. But there are things that look more Scandinavian, things that look a bit more Moroccan, things that look a bit more contemporary. So they really do have it all. And this kind of gives you an idea of how different they are. And these are, again, 20 units here and the very exciting news about Twin Farms is that beginning in September they are slowly opening their new tree houses which are very very exciting you can see them here this is kind of your first glimpse hot off the press they will open eight tree houses beginning in September and the last of them opening in November so they're private modern spaces they sit about 20 feet above the ground Um, The design is going to be kind of this Japanese Scandinavian design, as you can see here. They all are open planned um, units meant for really just two people. Floor to ceiling windows bringing the inside out. You have these incredible bathtubs. You have also a private nook where you can take your meals as well. 800 square feet um, bedroom, dining area, living room. Um, they all have a beautiful balcony outside of the bedroom, as you can see right here with patio furniture. They have androodic chairs and cafe tables, freestanding bathtub, dual vanity. Um, so again, these are starting to open in September and then they will slowly open. And then the last of the eight will open in November. So these are really, really exciting um, new units for, um, for Twin Farms, which are really excited about. So you can do a more Um, kind of traditional style in where the main area is and then you have now the options of these very kind of modern tree houses that just are kind of an adult um, adult nostalgic experience I guess of when you had tree houses when you were little but obviously done very very beautifully so again keep your eye open they will start opening in September until November. So now we're going to crisscross back to the West Coast or back or to the West Coast um, and talk about the Madrona in Healdsburg, California, which is located in Sonoma County. So the Madrona has been open. uh, the, The structure of the Madrona, as you can see right here, the main house has been in Healdsburg since the 1800s. It was a private estate of somebody who had multiple acres of land. And today, it is a beautiful 24-room hotel that was a, um, a pandemic project. Jay Jeffers is a San Francisco um, interior designer, very well-known in the Bay Area and, and, and nationally as well. He bought this during the pandemic, and this was his pandemic project. He completely gutted the Madrona and put in just this gorgeous, gorgeous hotel. And you'll see from the photos, um, but that's really what it is. So it has been a reimagined and reinvented Madrona. It was called the Madrona Manor. It is now called the Madrona. So where is the Madrona? So here we are in Healdsburg. So Healdsburg is a part of Sonoma County, right amongst all of the vineyards. Healdsburg town is literally a one-mile bike right away. So a 10 minute bike ride away. And downtown Healdsburg is this lovely, charming town. It has um, tasting rooms, it has restaurants, it has shopping. It's a lovely um, hub to set yourself at to explore more of wine country. I live in San Francisco. I know Napa and Sonoma very well. I particularly am partial to Sonoma County because it is a little quieter and I absolutely adore Healdsburg because it is such a charming town and it's so close to the Madrona. You can take the e-bikes on property and get there. You could also just drive or they do have a house car that you can take as well on a first come first serve basis. You can fly into Santa Rosa airport, which is literally a 15 minute drive from the the hotel STS airport. Or of course, if you drive, um, you can fly into San Francisco and then it's a 90 minute drive to the Madrona so this is the um the setting of the majona this is kind of footprint of the hotel it's a very lush experience you kind of go up this lovely driveway and then you come up to this kind of lush oasis so this is the mansion this is the photo that we just saw this striped area over here is actually their outdoor restaurant this is um so the mansion and the carriage house are where they have guest rooms so the 24 guest rooms are between this and this, and it is like staying in someone's house. So you kind of walk up these creaky stairs and you have the rooms on each floor. And this is only what you three floors and two floors here. And then you have a number of freestanding cottages. For, so for those people who want a bit more space and a bit more privacy, the cottages are a lovely option. And they're all decorated a little differently from the ones um, from the units in here. They have a beautiful orange grove. And when it's in season, you can smell the orange blossoms. It's absolutely wonderful. They have an outdoor pool. And they also have a huge outdoor garden uh, where the chef takes most of his fruits and vegetables. So, again, you have all of these trees. It's really lovely. Um, It just feels, again, like a really lush oasis. You have this huge lawn over here where they do movie nights. They'll do wine tastings. Obviously, it's very popular for weddings as well. Um, but the Madrona is just a very special place in Healdsburg. There are many options of hotels, but I think this one just feels so different. And I think from these photos, you can probably see why. Um, and you could probably tell that it was cr- uh, curated by an interior designer. You have just meticulous design. I mean, every drawing room is different. These are all in the main house. This is a drawing room. This is one of their private dining rooms. This is the breakfast room. Everywhere you turn, a piece of art will catch your eye, a vase, a chair. Um, When Jay Jeffers bought the Madrona, a lot of the antiques were left over in the house. He kept some, he obviously sold some, he couldn't house everything because obviously he needed to put his stamp um, in the hotel but he refinished a lot of the antiques and so you'll see them um, dotted throughout the rooms, as well as the main areas of the hotel. So it's really, really interesting. There's a beautiful, heavy, dark wood armoire that was kind of a liquor cabinet. And he refinished it, kept it. You'll see like really interesting pieces again. He'll put some in the rooms. He'll put them in the in the public space. So it's kind of a walk through history. Um, this area over here, actually the whole hotel is kind of a rotating art gallery. Every piece of art is available for sale and all of the artists curated by in a gallery in San Francisco that he works with. So the minute one piece is bought, it's replaced by another one. So it's really cool in the breakfast room. I think people will find it very interesting that these, you can't tell here because I think the screen is too small but these are actually all headshots of different chickens. And these are chickens actually all owned by Isabella Rossellini. I guess she had a chicken farm or had a farm. Anyway, a photographer took photos of all of her chickens and now they are all showcased showcased in the breakfast room at the Madrona, so fun little fact. Uh, just more photos of the public, in, uh, the public space here at the hotel. This is the uh, veranda that you have in the main house where my mouse went over here. This again is just a shot from the lawn of the mansion and here's the outdoor dining area. And this is their beautiful, beautiful bar as well in the main house. And then the guest rooms. So because it was an existing building, the existing mansion, an existing carriage house, all of the rooms will be a little quirky and kind of designed differently because they were working with you know, a historic building. So you have very high ceilings in some of the rooms. A lot of them actually have fireplaces that are all gas. Now, of course, some of them have these outdoor decks, lovely heated floors and all of the bathrooms. So again, it's just a very kind of contemporary charming design. And then in the bungalows, you have crazy wallpaper, gorgeous lamps, gorgeous. Um, these are some of the antiques that you can that he kind of um, whimsically incorporates into some of the rooms. But again, the, the bungalows will just have a bit more space for you. And if you want a bit more privacy, whereas the, the main rooms are going to be, or the guest rooms will be kind of in the carriage house and in the main house. So that is the Madrona. Again, I know. Wine Country has a lot of hotels to offer, but if you want to be in Sonoma County and you want proximity to the gorgeous town of Healdsburg, the Madrona is a lovely option for you. And then moving now slightly back east, we're going to go to New Mexico to talk about the Inn of the Five Graces. At the end of the Five Graces, nestled in the heart of downtown Santa Fe's historic. Um, Barrio de Analco neighborhood. So the Five Graces re- refers to an Eastern concept of the Five Graces of sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch. And when you see the design of this hotel, that will make a lot of sense because it's just a very high design property. Um, it's a sanctuary of peace, of luxury, of quiet. It kind of blends the city's um, Native American, Spanish, and Anglo-American cultures all into one. This also is a relay and Chateau property. So again, we're in the heart of downtown Santa Fe. Santa Fe has its own airport, but the easier option might be to fly into Albuquerque and do that one hour drive into Santa Fe, depending on where you're coming from. And so these are some of the public parts of the hotel the communal spaces Um, again you kind of have that you can tell with the adobe you know that you're in santa fe and you know about the history of santa fe Um, it's again a relay and chateau property opened in 1996 by a couple the serrets these are uh, these people were designers and internationally known importers of exotic antiques and rugs and textiles and so they kind of use, they created the Inn of the Five Graces to showcase kind of all of the travels that they've done and all of the interesting artwork that they scoured from Southeast Asia, from the Middle East, um, Central and South Asia as well. And it's quite spectacular. And these are the rooms. So you can see again, you have inlay tiles, you have inlaid mosaics, you have really incredible doors, chairs, furniture just um, really, again, showcasing this couple's travels throughout their lives. And a lot of them do draw from Central and South Asia. So really, really beautiful. If you have, if you, you know, are interested in art and love high design, this is another option for you in Santa Fe. I mean, you're not gonna find another hotel like this in Santa Fe, just with the amount of attention to detail in the design, in the artwork, in the weaving, in the textiles, the mosaics. Everything about the host hotel feels like a living museum. And I think that's what really sets it apart from anything else in Santa Fe. 24 suites at the hotel, kind of a magic art filled retreat, exotic treasures and whatnot. You kind of are gonna have a unique experience when you stay here. Um, 26 rooms, they're gonna build four more. Each one is um, decorated differently. All the materials, all the antiques are kind of from the 16th and 1700s. Um, and of course they do have some restaurants as well that you can see here showcasing um kind of native american or indigenous cuisine as well as some contemporary flair they do have a lovely spa outdoor deck and pool so this is the inn at the five graces in santa fe and i think that's it wow that went quick hopefully went quick for all of you too
1: (laughs) maureen you're a fast speaker Am like, I? Oh, gosh, I thought I was trying to speak slowly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you ran it fast. Um, I do have a question. Out of all of the properties that you just showcased, which one do you think is best for uh, solo travelers, groups, groups of girls, like a girl's trip?
0: If you're doing a girl's trip, I would say, wow, a lot of them. South Hall obviously is great. Um, because you can again have fun at like a honky tonk bar in Nashville, then you can come back to the hotel, have some spa treatments, enjoy all of the culinary experience. You can go into Franklin. So we've had a lot of girls' trips at South Hall. I think Brush Creek Ranch again for friends. It's so much fun. I never thought I was a ranch person until I went to Brush Creek, and I've been twice now. I'm dying to go back. I I fell in love with fly fishing. I loved archery. Um, again, things that I never thought would would be of interest to me were, and again, like I said, having that whole farm component is really incredible. And that is a game changer for the ranch products in the U.S. because nobody has that. For to be able to combine all of that physical physical activity, but then also go and have a, a private wine tasting, do some goat yoga, have fresh made cheese, it's completely different. It's beautiful. The whole facility is stunning. And I think, um, I think it would be great. Honestly, I I love it.
1: Right. So I kind of know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask the question anyway, which one would be great for romantic getaways, anniversaries, baby moons, honeymoons? I think again, South Hall, again, just
0: because it offers so much, no matter what time of year, but also if you're talking about romance, twin farms, I mean, that place in the fall and winter with either when it's snowing or the leaves are changing that is a beautiful romantic setting you have again relay and chateau all those culinary things you can do activities if you want to or just really enjoy the beauty of those 325 acres in twin farms and those tree houses i mean those are a game changer too those are stunning
1: dance, i'm sure In fact, my background is Twin Farms, so it's a hot ticket item. Twin Farms is it's one of my number one top uh, requested property in the USA. Wow. I would say Bush Creek would be my second um, um, most requested, but Twin Farms really is very romantic. Um, Anyway. If anyone has any questions, please type them into the chat box, but um, I think you did a fabulous job. And if anyone was inspired by this webinar today and this podcast showcasing these USA um, properties, please reach out to me. I'm gonna put my contact information at the end of the video. And also I'll list it below um, the podcast. So you'll have my website and my contact information. But otherwise, um, I also include, this is very important. I'll include the link where you can see past podcasts and go back to six months ago and review those. And you can also click on the link below this video, uh, future upcoming podcasts. And I know, I stay tuned, in a couple of weeks, we are showcasing the Nordic countries, like Uh, I think it's Iceland, Norway, Sweden, and we're going to be showcasing wellness products. And Maureen is coming back in a a couple of weeks to showcase New Zealand, um, Bahamas. Sorry. Yeah, Bahamas is in there, I think. Uh, No, no, Kokomo, Fiji, and uh, the Brando and French. In Tahiti, yes. And in January, I believe we've got Belize showcasing in Belize. So we've got lots of upcoming um, podcasts for you to register and review. So click on the link for future and past. But uh, if there's no questions, until next time, if you can dream it, we will create it. Thanks. Bye.
0: Stay tuned for more episodes that will unveil new horizons and immerse you in the beauty of global discovery. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Until next time, if you can dream it, we will create it.